Hello and welcome to the Riff Raff and Rory podcast. On this podcast, I aim to inspire change by speaking to people that I relate to and we'll be discussing a range of subjects and topics including trauma, adversity, healing and mental health and well-being. Derek is a mindset coach who specializes in helping people make more money to gain freedom in their lives to do all the things they want to do. His background has forged the road to where he is today. First, you need to understand how his life was. He was out of control, if you can think of it, he was doing it. To name but a few, drugs, drinking, gambling. Eight years ago, he had a decision to make, to continue and end up dead or make something special from his life. Now he has three successful businesses, all aimed at guiding you to step in into your own legendary leader status, all based around what does a wealthy life look like and feel like. The three cornerstones of his businesses are health, relationships and money. Self-destruction, treatment centre, entrepreneur, leadership, performance, mentorship, discipline, sobriety, action, wealth creation, momentum, change of state, focus, patterns, next generation, self-image, Guidance, association, simplicity, inspiration, addiction, and adversity. My guest Derek today is joining us from the Mediterranean, so welcome. Thank you, Rory, and I'm absolutely delighted to be here today. And yes, um, I know it's sunny where you are, and it's certainly sunny where I am. So do you know what? The spirits are good. And even if it wasn't sunny, it doesn't matter, people. Life is good. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, I'm very fortunate again to uh, get some of your time because um, it's probably, I was trying to think actually this morning, it's been geez, a number of weeks anyway. I was trying to put the number on my head since we connected the first time. Just before we get going, maybe let you run that. Yeah, listen, I'll give a quick overview to the guys now that are um, looking at this. Um, where I suppose where I was is where I'll start. And listen, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it brief enough. Um, I will just go back to seven years ago. I was actually in coming out of a treatment center and actually putting myself into a halfway house, which was a very similar house. Now, you might be asking, what the fuck was he doing in a treatment center? Why, why was he moving into a halfway house? You have to understand how I got here and how I'm able to actually guide people to live in their own version of success. And as I say, climbing your own Everest, whatever that may be. For me, in my... Early teenage years, you know, I uh, started drinking, drugging, all that stuff um, you get involved in. And um, yeah, and I got in a lot of trouble and that spiral out of control into my 20s. Um, we would say the life I live now was a complete and utter 360 on how I used to live. Um, I didn't live on the right side of the law either. Listeners, again, you can fill in the blanks there. I don't want to get into that today. But I had a crossroads and I was either going to go, and I think a lot of people listening, um, Rory's followers, my own followers, a lot of us do come to this crossroads within our own lives when we have to go, right, what is the next move? So for me, listen, if I had to continue, I certainly wouldn't be here talking today. There's no way um, I would be, but I decided to go to get help. Um, so I went into treatment. I went to sort of halfway house for men, really, is what we would call it, Rory, where you know, to, the best way to put it is nearly to integrate me back into normal society. I don't know how that sounds, but it sounds a bit, but that's really what they were doing. So that was seven years ago. I got out of there, didn't have a pot to piss in. I lived on about a hundred quid a week, no TV, but I had books. So I said to everyone, I'm going to open a gym. 
and they laughed. How are you going to get the money to open a gym? I said, I'll do it. Now, this comes down again, lads, to a particular type of mindset. I have had a, I had had enough of the life I was living, so I was willing to just push all in on a new venture. So I sort of blagged my way, and I didn't sort of, I did blag my way into a building. Um, I had zero equipment, so I went straight to a government office. There was a two-year waiting list. I walked into the guy's office, and he was shocked. He was there, what are you doing? I said, I need some money to open a gym. I got my first mentor two months later. Within a year, the gym was um, fully functioning. I had four or five staff. So where I am today, like Rory said, I live in Malta. I have a young son here. He's five years old. His name is Leon. Leon the line, we call him here. And um, I now I've been online a couple of years. And I suppose my title online, we can go two ways. I'm really a success coach, strategist, but it's all about leadership. It's all about performing at whatever your ultimate level is and that's for business people um mainly but it's for listen the normal joe soap too so that's currently where i'm at yeah li- life is good it has its ups and downs of course i'm not promoting life is easy because it's not but if you want to certainly make something of yourself lads you've got to be able to put your neck out there you've got to be willing to take failure on the chin and actually look at that as a challenge to find a solution so that's a bit of an overview of where i was and where i'm at now that's a brilliant answer. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, it's, 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 so, it's so interesting listening to it again. It's nearly like when naturally we had connected first time, you know, naturally those stories are new. And then when you get to reflect and you hear it again, it even circles back to how, uh, how important mentors and coaches are. And I remember you very vividly said towards the end of our call, Rory, you really need to stick to mentorship in a general way. There needs to be coaches in your life. There needs to be supporting roles. And to be honest, it's so prevalent in so many of my different ways. Um, there's definitely a lot I'd left on the table, as in I'd like to definitely for future work, see much more of your work, as in working together in that. But yeah. for what we had discussed, it actually blows your mind. And the one stern thing that really came in, the one word that comes to mind is discipline. Yeah. Like This whole journey from a sample transition on my own way as well, for a lot of the listeners would probably know the story at this stage but maybe even Derek to give you an update on the level of some of the stuff that I had brought into my life in the last few weeks like I've cut the booze as a result though as you said maybe of the failure chapter in my head was alcohol um, and what the tipping point on that was is I got arrested for drink driving so there was the crossroads so that's a little update on another chapter and it's just those one or two little pieces I'm even driving like yesterday back from Limerick and I'm like you see how quickly your life changes when you make big decisions. It like literally the shifting plates just everywhere. Absolutely mind blowing. So the one thing that I even did over the last two weekends, which was really, really good, I think, in my own way, was I just went on to Heineken Zero, for example, you know, when I was in, say, the social setting. Now, granted, <clears throat> I even had a call at work yesterday and they were saying even Heineken Zero is nearly cheating yourself. You'll eventually try and come away from Heineken Zero. And I was like, oh, God, that's. It's, it's definitely just a removing yourself from the drink situation generally. And I know that journey is on its way fully. Part of that story is the most important thing really is the awareness that it sees so much prevalence and destruction in society and to be fair in my own life um, and internally as well. Jesus, like, you know, we're talking about performance of an operation in the sense of your same system internally. Uh, it absolutely destroys it. The first question, sorry, is what did you understand of the word discipline maybe? 
at the start and where would you have grown to discipline yourself? Yeah, it started that this is a simple because again, when we're getting into addiction, listen, I was fucking heavy abuser of drugs and drink and I ended up gambling. So I was a heavy abuser of everything, but supposed to put that part into context. I was told I was addicted. I believe I was addicted to my thoughts. I don't believe I was addicted to substances because once I was able to control my mindset, that, that means I was able to make better decisions. But discipline came in for training with me. And you see, there's three things I work with people on, Rory. So the three cornerstones is the physical side. Well, we will go right. We will go health. Under health goes the mental side and the physical side, right? Then next is you want to have solid healthy, long-lasting, long-term relationships with loved ones, with friendships, with future partners, with current partners, whatever that may be. And then the third one I work is wealth creation. What's wealth creation? Well, it's a creation of all of those three things, including money in your bank, because, you know, it's not all about money. I'm looking at leading people. I'm looking at making leaders here. And this is why I'm rebranding at the moment to actually to, I suppose, not showcase where I'm at, but showcase where my work is going. What comes behind that is discipline, because, like, right, we, we have to take action. So it's people out there, Rory, and I've done it. There's no doubt you've done it numerous occasions. We have to fucking wait for the perfect moment. That's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. You've got to take the action. I'll try and, what's an example I could use? Okay, if I wanted to do the perfect live video, right, it's not going to be perfect, but if I have an idea, just go and do it. Now, that's imperfect action. I might not be 10 out of 10, but you know what? I've put it out there. I've took action. Now, when you take the action, it builds the confidence. It builds the self-belief. And what keeps that going is the discipline. But why are we disciplined? Why are you disciplined to stay off the booze? Why are you disciplined to look after yourself? Why am I? Simple reason is you have a goal, you have a vision, whatever you want to call it. And if we don't have a roadmap, then that's why we do two weeks and we go, Ash, we'll have a drink or we'll have whatever or we'll just take a fucking break. And then your momentum is another big thing, actually. Momentum is something I have right now today. Um, I've had a great morning. I'm on with a good guy like yourself and I'm feeling good. Now, that wouldn't be built by me being two days good, taking two days off or going for beers here, going for beers there, which there is nothing wrong with either. But it is the discipline. Um, it, to answer your question, it came from training. Because I did a lot of bodybuilding. Um, and I still train in the gym six, seven days a week. So that's where my discipline was built. And then I just transferred that onto my mindset and onto my life. Yeah, it's so important. like Because you know all of the different pillars. And really, I'd love to see taking a complete segue. In the sense of, just let me finish the point first. Is like all of the different, I'd say, call these triggers, right? All the different words like language to make it very simple this is one of the things that's coming in on my own mind at the moment that just we'll say alcohol ego right everything where, where you dropped in this trigger a section a section ago was uh addicted to thoughts 100 yeah. like and even if you go back you know you go right back into the paradigms like before even the realms of thought come in here sitting in a meditative state bridging a gap even from your thoughts right creating that space keep going right love this <laughs> and then you build out that blanket of what is consciousness like it's present state awareness like you're already in flow in a dream state your 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 body doesn't come out of flow like it rests and it wakes up all it takes is something to wake it up and honest to god it's just an operating cash dollar machine because in that sense, that's how you transition in the sense of 
people say, oh, you could be really successful if you're earning while you sleep. But like your body's never really asleep. It's just your eyes are closed. You know, it's resting, yes. So like in the same journey, as you said, like my fundamental base, I'd say, would be sports science. And like adopting, even I saw a video the other day, uh, Tom Brady was there uh, throwing like one of the NFL fantasy style videos into, um, into a bucket on a beach. And he's like, drink electrolytes. And then my drink at the moment is like beetroot juice, electrolytes. It's just like, man, if you can dial into little points on how your system operates, you could find like you're nearly in a trance state and your body could actually outperform even what you expected to. Like you could literally come up with words, phrases. And sorry, my point on all of that was introducing the state of uh, one of the guys, Sadhguru, that I'm coming through following at the moment, uh, who essentially got tripled through on a connection from Johnny Wilkinson, is it's all about... As far as I understand anyway today, there's different points as you said on the pillars, but from what I can see on a spiritual side, like you're saying with the thoughts, say it's learning how to disassociate yourself from your physiology and your psychology in that state, physiological, sorry, state, that then you can become something that is neither good nor bad. You know, you're just something that is what would you call it? Uh, like he calls the phrase, like you're a speck of dust in time. Like we're only part of an experience. What I'm really dialing into is energy in a sense, like it's like to do with chakras and all these other different journeys. But essentially like what you're saying about that is like, would you, and this is probably a good question. I'm only literally trying to think of this as I go, but I'm trying to tie these back into some of your phrases. Would you see dialing into momentum, like having that energy? No, I get it because I was listening to you. First of all, you said something about state and people go, you know, if someone's out of the state, you're a man over there, but he's in a state and what governs to the winners, or sorry, the winners from the people who don't, I don't want to say losers, is they're able to change their state. And like, it is about, man, yeah. fucking we're an energy force. Like, that's what we are. As you know. <laughs> I love it. Right? <laughs> no, but, okay. I'll give you an example now. This will... Could blow a few people's minds, right? For instance, we talk, right, we're going to put in focus and we're going to put in um, state and we're going to put in momentum in the same sentence. Now, you wake up, okay, if I wake up in the morning and this is every day, I do not feel that good. So now I'm in a state of not feeling that good. Now, I can choose to fucking go into that story and ask myself, why do I not feel good? Now, the more I go into that, the more energy I'm given that shitty state and guess <laughs> how my day will go. Now, this is see, a lot I do is based around this and I can do it like that with someone right now. If I then go, ah, this is only a feeling, it is only a thought, what way do I want to feel right now? Now, I could close my eyes quite simply and if you're a viewer, you could close your eyes right now and go, when was the last time I felt motivated and happy? Bing, your brain is like a Google, will bring you back to time. Now, you don't need to then, when that state, new state comes, you don't justify it, you just run with it. Then follows the action, which would be a bit of work. Now you're getting into what you said, the flow state. Now you're getting into the momentum. Now you keep fucking consistent and disciplined to that. That's the state you can choose to be in, because this is a choice, Rory. People choose to right. be... And I don't want to listen. I know a lot of people are suffering mental health and I know this podcast based around it, but I, I was told I was bipolar, clinically depressed and had anxiety. I don't have one symptom of any of that now because I've learned how to change my state. Isn't that phenomenal now to be told by probably about 10 doctors and this and that, that I was 
addicted to drugs, this and that. I, I've zero symptoms of any of those mental health diseases now. And, 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 and ironically, leaving hospital, I got the same thing, a bipolar type 2 diagnosis. And <laughs> in, the same, in the same journey, I'm not fully there yet, but I can definitely relate I'm on that journey. And it's the same thing. I could feel like, not that it would be, say, statement to do this, but like, you know, the Irish thing typically would be to like, if we were both in a pub, we can really cheers and go, ha, screw the doctors. No, in that manner, it's like, screw the world. Mental health and even all of these phrases, it actually annoys me now yeah. in this stage because now the whole world is all like wellness or like even Spotify have brought out a new thing this morning called Greenhouse, which is all to do with audio platforms. If people look at it simply, like you're talking about all those states, which is so important. The one thing that I have literally connected on from a guy called Simon Sinek on how to literally, I would literally say this boldly, ratify suicide rates is social connection. If yeah. people are connected in their heads, 100%. Yes, there is even apps and things pivoting out of everywhere, left, right, and center. I have my own app idea at the same time for a software place that hopefully I'll go into business with at some stage. But to be honest, as you said, I'm so caught up nearly in my own way now with like nearly humanity work or like just human behavior, leadership, as you said, performance, all of these different things that you're trying to impact on every level. Not that you just open a business and leave it at work. You carry what you preach like that is a disciple in living form you're not in a heaven or hell state this is the point i wanted to make earlier that you can choose if you want to be optimistically hopeful in a spiritual journey to think right there's an afterlife you can bury yourself and feel sinful or you can live in a heaven-like state and create your own joy and even like chemicals that i'm understanding now essentially those dopamine releases are only natural happiness hits like anything, you know, you go have a few pints of lads, great. But sure, what way do you feel for three days after it? But it goes back to Rory, right? It is, right, you've probably heard this, you know, where you place your focus and attention your energy will flow. Now, if you continue to focus on the shit stuff that's going on, that's what you get more of. Now, lads, this ties back in with discipline because the brain is no different than the body. You don't look after your body, don't expect to feel that good. Your brain is no different because what it needs, it needs nourishing. It needs you to look after it. It fucking needs contrast. And this is exactly what I'm saying about contrast. You have to give your brain a complete 360, something else. So if you're feeling like shit, take a pen and a piece of paper. Okay, why am, okay, how do I feel? I feel like shit. How am I doing it? Because people are doing it either with negative self-talk, they're doing it with images, or they're doing it with videos. So now you know on paper how you're doing it. Then you go in and you go, right, what way do we want to fit? And this is this is the discipline. This is like going and doing, doing the running on the roads, doing the 5Ks, doing the 10Ks, going to the gym, doing the reps, lifting the weights. It's no different. If if I stop going to the gym, you might not see a difference in a month. In two months, Rory, you go to me, geez, Derek, you're not looking as fit as you used to be. Yes, because when the consistency is gone, the discipline is gone. Now, if I was on this yeah. podcast, right, and just say I didn't live to my values the last two days and I would not have this type of energy now to bring to your show to be able to, you know, to give something yeah, yeah. Back to your listeners. I just wouldn't. I am being in congruency. Now, every day can't be a wonderful day. Sometimes we've just got to go put our feelings aside and do the work anyway. Too many people are wanting those days to be always in flow. This is not life, lads, because life gets in the way. I have no, a no, no, true. Yeah. People have kids. Things go wrong. And it's not to not expect them. It's actually to expect things to go wrong and right. So I'm making the right decisions, even though they're not always going to be right. And it's like, okay, where are we adding value? You make more 
adding value to your life decisions, then you're going to win. But it's being congruent, which is really consistency with, with your character, with who you want to be. And like, if, if we all have a picture of who we want to be, it's not to end up there. It's, this is living. We're always going to be striving and wanting to step up. But it's to have, to live that life, right? You want... Again, it goes back to treat your body with the respect it deserves, to treat your mindset, to treat people the way we want to be treated. So, you know, money, yeah, all so these so things are important. Like, man, when we can show up like that and as that person, now you talked about energy. That's a fucking good energy coming off someone, coming off you, coming off me. Uh, whoever it is can live that life, but knowing it will take, you will miss out on parties, you will miss out on now and again but you will have the life a bit of sacrifice now you, you will end up with that life and you'll end up with with a better life because again why why retire are we not always trying to strive for the best to say like, you know a lot of people yeah go, but it's it's it's, it's, even, it's it's sorry the internet's kind of in and out there but it's even to think like as you say we're striving forward but at the same time living in the present and like people always strive for the next chapter and the next feeling and the next thing and all matters of life be it material or whatever it's like where you are even in this present state at this point in the conversation, like myself, the words that you said there, all the things coming through on that are just gratitude. And I get overwhelmed the minute I even feel that coming through. The fact that I work on it so hard, it just blows me into life. And it's under, say, pinning everything that I do. Yeah. But the one time, one time in any, say, shape or form, in any world, triggers are everywhere. The minute someone is nice to someone, I just connect on gratitude. And all of a sudden, it's going to this joyful, bliss state. And it just lifts. It's a honestly, God, people they, like I, I get drunk on gratitude if that's a you know feeling or a phrase, right? That's why I know I don't need drink, like because you're connecting, you're helping people. Like that phrase of only help people love. Yeah. Um, it's like even I love see states of mind when you even try and balance it. It's like, hold on a second, we shouldn't even be looking down on someone. Everyone's equal, you know. It's no good or bad. It's just a choice. And like even to build on that, then. One thing I'd love to see from like last week's episode, the mentorship point, and the one thing that really, really came from it, which is just a phrase. I'll, I'll just leave the phrase with you maybe to see how you might pull it apart. Being a father, not that I'm trying to say that this is featured in your life. It's more just the subject, I think, and especially in Ireland. And like this being Men's Health Week, uh, it's so prominent, as you said, like coming from the story, as you said, from a halfway house type situation. I can definitely tap into different points. Like the night I decided to give up drink, I was doing a sleep out. Like yeah. in the same way that like I love connecting to learn, even watching Princess Diana last night, like connecting to learn from the more vulnerable people because I am vulnerable as myself would always be sensitive. If you're vulnerable and open, you connect to these things. It's the only way forward in connecting through vulnerability, I see. That's the best way I get my built up levels of connection and joy. I love all the other things. They're all superficially materialistic. And I'm not I'm not knocking friends or family this, but I mean, for me to get to the core of true happiness, it's to connect to vulnerability. The subject really in Ireland is, I think really say prevalent globally, but the phrase that comes to mind anyway, uh, Craig last week brought it in, and he does a lot of work around men's retreats. As I mentioned, I'm going into our wellness retreat now over the weekend. His one is a men without masks one. My one this weekend is actually multi-diversified and men and women. Would you say probably the word that he used was like dad deprivation? But maybe would it be fair to say across the board parental deprivation? Depends on what you mean. Tell me what you mean by that. As in, so say, say the example last week would be say like dad deprivation in modern society. Like as in 
dads aren't getting enough time with their kids or dads? There's a chapter in my life at the moment that's like, you know, multi-diversified in so many different ways between different points of research. Uh, philosophy speaking is one side, but like from the research side, back to science on it, is all coming from Canada to a doctor called Dr. Gabor Mate, right? And all of his work is all around trauma. So trauma really, as you said, nearly can be depending on the state you're in, like depending on maybe with yourself and your son, like depending how you speak to the kid. Like a lot of the work that I'm doing at the moment is all to do with how to unpack my own childhood and go back on that journey and really bring it to life and learn from my past experience through that journey. What he has in essence, like his whole team on one side of it is called transgenerational trauma. So you start to see patterns through different parts of families, hierarchies, societies, connections. So essentially to make it simple, internal and external connection. So connecting internally and connecting externally to community or yourself. To tie that in even more so, then you have the whole essence of inner engineering, which is nearly aligning all the chakras. To keep the point on focus with fathers, maybe firstly before we go back to mothers, because I'd love to hear your point of view even from just being a dad. Where that men's say health subject comes in maybe keep it more open in general like i suppose the phrase last week came to mind because of one of the other guests on the podcast last week lost his father dean unfortunately um, and craig has lost his father too it's maybe we like don't appreciate the level of what we're taught over the years or you know just the father like even the father's day role this weekend yeah. like father's day doesn't get half the amount of publicity that mother's day does no, I get what you're saying now. Listen, it goes back when you're talking about generational stuff and you're even talking about addiction, uh, mental health, behaviours, all of this goes back to, you know, our bloodline. You know, it's, it's probably, it's these patterns because again, patterns run. You know, if we're told, you know, I don't believe there's anything, such fucking thing as a limiting belief because it, what it is is when your consciousness stops and you've only one way of thinking. Now, I'll come back to that, but regarding what I'm saying, it sort of does tie in with this and it does fit in with it as well. Because if you went back bloodlines and you'd see, you know, the behaviors of sons to be, then when they become fathers, the behaviors that are their sons, all that energy, again, we're talking about energy is transferred over them. The behaviors are transferred. There has to come a time in a bloodline, this is now, if things haven't been working out well. And I suppose. I'm not getting into too much about my family life from years ago, but, you know, I had to personally look into this and go, fuck's sake, right. Even when I went to treatment, though, I still, I may have been sober. I still wasn't well. Like, you know, I was still had the behaviours. I had to go internally and go, you know, but this ties back again with mentors. If I didn't meet a certain mentor who's still in my life, again, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the man I am. I wouldn't have the character I am. I wouldn't have the fucking values. I wouldn't be the father I would be. But for me, I feel sorry for a lot of men, number one, because I know many men who are fighting court battles, who are fighting custody battles. And I like, I think, I suppose, dad's deprivation fits in with what I just said. And I think that's what you mean by it, because... I'm in a different situation, okay? I'm not with the mother of my child, but the simple reason, if I was... We'll go back when my child was first born. I was not in a great place, even though I went through the treatment centres, even though I went through the, the halfway houses and all of these different things. I still wasn't in a great place mentally. So I was actually physically there for my son. I was able to buy him stuff, but I wasn't there. I wasn't there 
spiritually for him. I wasn't giving him good energy. Energy coming off me actually wasn't great. So now when I look back at that, okay, I needed to make a decision. Again, we come to the crossroads and go, well, like this energy will transfer over to him. And with me, it could have been a bit of anger, it could have been resentment, it could have been a bit of jealousy, aggressiveness. That shit passes over to our youth. So, you know, at the end of the day, who are the most important people on this planet, in this universe? It is the youth, because it's those who will be taken on the responsibility. It's those who will be taking the next generation to a whole new level. Whereas when I, I look at my son, I make sure if I'm not in a good state, like we've talked about, and say if I'm in a shit state, that passes to him because he's so young. Now, when I, I have to make sure in myself before my son comes in, whether it's, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, he spends weekends with me during the week, that I'm in a good state and my energy is just for him. My full focus is on him. But I really had to look at myself and this, you said something earlier on, I'll tell you what the problem with the world is now, they're fucking liars and they lie to themselves. Now, when you start dealing in facts, it's not nice, it's not pleasant. And I'm going to just use myself for an example. I like to look at myself and people start looking at me. Yeah, generally do and you go, are you happy? It's like jumping on the scales. And I'm sorry, if you are fat, that is your problem. I'm not here shaming fat people by saying that, but that's the problem. Now, if you have bad mental health, you know, can you do something to improve it or do you want to stay there? If you were have, you know, you're not spending enough time with your son, with your loved one, can you do something about that? Is, you know, these are the truths people have to come to terms with. And I'm not, and there's too many liars out there. They don't mean that. And I'm not like pointing my finger and judging people, but people are not dealing in facts anymore. And they're not telling themselves the truth. And this is why they will never have the fulfilled life that they crave. But with my son, I suppose the way I do it, we have his fitness part. I, you know, can change his state as we go. And we're, I'm good co-parents with his mother. We, we have to get on well because we have a son. Imagine if that was a bad relation. Then he is affected. Like I came from a broken home. Like I was affected because of that. But he's not affected because the two of us get on. Do you know, it's to, I suppose it's showing him how to live. It's showing him how to live like a man. Because that's what he's going to turn yeah. into. Boy, now he's going to turn into teenager man. So he's ready for everything. So what I'm telling him, and my ex-partner is telling him, we're giving him the truths. We're not sugarcoating anything about life because life is not easy. It's far from it. And he knows that now, and yeah. I can see it already. And for me, like I want to make leaders. This is really what I'm saying. I want to make him a leader. I want to have him as an upstanding member that's able to lead people to make better decisions, to live a better quality life like myself. Now, but it's his choice at the end of the day. I can only guide. I don't help anyone here. and I don't help my son. I guide people. I guide him. So I do feel for a lot of fathers who aren't in my situation, who unfortunately, yeah, and I don't want to get into that struggle, really, because it's, I don't think it's a get into the whole the mother is the father situation. It's situation. No, 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 no not, not that we need it that way. Like, that's a very good way of putting it. And literally, I've just with the time I was spending thinking while listening actively there, like the two words I put down at the very start were leadership and performance. That you mentioned yourself on your new focus. Say. It's amazing how um, to visualize, say, through the prism of your son. Like if he's seeing leadership and performance and he's just soaking that up in his conscious and unconscious state, he's going to grow up to be successful. Like yeah. why do people that are successful produce the next line? Like the bloodline continues. The most important thing is nearly I see myself having gone through the mills, you nearly find that like through outlets, maybe be it sport or gym, exercise and all these different ways that 
the more involved and more open that you be with yourself in that journey, the more mentors that you come with on that journey. Like, and it's funny that uh, I even listened to Paul O'Connell there on maybe was it Wednesday or Tuesday night talking about similarly kind of a dad journey like that. He was talking about when he was younger, when he was involved maybe in four or five different sports. And like he probably had up to about 100 mentors in the sense of just different people in his life. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's like what, what really drives me bananas, right? And this is just even one thing that I've just ripped apart in Ireland in my own ways. They say, oh, if you're struggling with mental health, it's like you go to a therapist. And then when even you go to the therapist, if you try and bring a mentor in, like I have probably a team of about six to eight people to be straight up. It's like when we even have conversations like this on a podcast, you're working on a mentor journey. Like you're meeting people along the way that actually help each other. Yeah. And my whole journey, maybe in the past, no, I'm still not on that journey fully that I can fully offer my value in the sense that I would say I'm comfortably fully with myself yet. Like I'm still nearly at that stage. And remember you said before, you need to get to that stage first before you can kind of draw the line and say, right, yeah, I'm comfortable in my own skin and now I can actually help others. But definitely I feel the shift of momentum kind of translating itself, maybe that I was growing into a more mature, mature responsible role and then I can nearly add value to other people in society. More so what I'm trying to say is you could just add value in any form of society. Like I was even out sailing over the weekend uh, with say, what, five people and I didn't shut up talking for eight hours, but it was all on like, a podcast of life. And people kept turning around and going, Royce, like, don't knock yourself for talking. The fact you keep checking in and, like, you know, re reiterating the fact that you're comfortable talking in any fact, which I love, but at the same time checking in with everybody. Like, you're just trying to make sure that you have the environment, the vibes. And as you said, everything is all about keeping it simple at the end of the day. Like, all these different conversations we could run to the mills and get addicted to. That's the thing. You know, you have to be so careful, as you said keeping it disciplined every day and this comes back to one interesting point that i really picked up on the podcasting so far is there was a guy we had on gordon from the us and he struggles massively with his mental health he is a lacrosse referee right and he comes back to his three pillars every day which for him were medication exercise and therapy right mm -hmm. the one thing that keeps coming through no matter who you speak to i'd say mm -hmm. to be fair like similarly with me and in, in the podcast mind body soul or anyway, like, it's just, when you keep it simple, I think that's what the whole idea about it is. And that's the really stark point that people, like myself, probably didn't realize at the start. Exactly. They're only feelings. You see, another, Mad, like, so, but like, you get into um, a mindset of an IUSP, and just say, right, you go to the doctor and he tells you one thing. Now I am. Now that's a fucking powerful statement to tell yourself. I am. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, no, right. It's simple. Um, no, no. The, re the, reason, the reason I'm laughing on it, because a lot of work that I'm doing at the moment is, it's like the minute you identify, you're already part of something. Exactly. It's like you actually brought up another one, association, this association. Too many people are associated to their statements, to their views of the world, where we've got to disassociate from them, because that's what our, that's what our mind needs, disassociation. But what you just said as well, it's like, okay, I am, we'll just say, I am depressed. Okay, we can go into that now and you're, you're really telling yourself this. Now, you tell yourself enough, you'll, you'll really go down into a dark hole. Now, if you wanted to reframe that in that moment, because we're all going to have, listen, fucking human beings. We're going to have long moods. We're going to feel down. We're going to be fearful. We're going to smile. We're going to cry. These are all things we do <laughs> on a daily basis. But now, all of these are only feelings. So now, if you set yourself, uh, this is, I am feeling. 
Now that's a complete a complete fucking reframe for your mind. And you'll actually oh, 100%. Go, very, oh, very well said. Feel a bit better now, actually, because I know it's only a feeling. And remember, when you have a feeling, you can change your state. Like we talked about that earlier. So good. So, like, you know, again, it's as easy as <laughs> that is brilliant. Because but it's as oh. easy as you make it, right? Where I used to just put fucking hardship in front of my life. I did not make it easy. Now, it is not easy to get there, right? We talked about consistency. We talked about discipline. That's great. Like, lads, you might not see them. You might not think the needle is moving forward, whether it's in your life, your business, whatever it is. But it is. And this is what happens with people as well and why they don't have that fulfillment. What, what most people are looking for is they'll start something, they'll start on a journey and you know yourself at the start, oh my God, you're hugely inspired to do this and, then when the shit starts hitting the fan, you will see what's up then. And then people go, ah, and I've done this, by the way, guys, anyone listening on Rory, I've done this a million times in my life. We go, oh, shiny object, ah, that looks better. I'm going to try that. And we're always looking for the easy route out, the easy options, the easy way to get fit, the easy way to, to meet that partner, the easy way to be to have good mental health, the easy way to make more money. But there is no fucking easy way. You said it. It's simple, it's basics, it's just showing up every day, it's living to your values, it's being congruent with what, where you want to be, to what you do today. It's fairly simple. So you said that in a nutshell, and that is bang on the money. Would it be fair to say, I know you're exercise driven, but maybe coming back to Leo for a second, with the point I'm trying to say is, I think with the generations that are ahead of us or who have gone before us, or as you said, that are coming behind us and that will be there after we go. The the connection I'm trying to say really is with the youths and with the old. When I live in, in the, where, where I'm living even at the moment, I even lose words because I think about it, how cool it is. Uh, in the sense of like, when I'm living with my granny and the dog here, right? It's just, there's no shit. But then again, it gets all complicated. But what I'm trying to say is like, maybe when you're with your young fella, it's like, when you live like a kid, like that is the way of life. We're born like that. And we open our eyes, and then the minute you start, you, say, you go, who am I? You're already identifying to that. Yeah. But the, the space before that, there was, a t- there was a period where you open your eyes and there's nothing. That is bliss. Yeah. Now, naturally, in the sense that my point really is, for, say, your five years so far, you have this week, which naturally is a happy Father's Day early, and naturally, for yourself. But what would you lead as maybe thought strain of advice for anyone maybe that is facing fatherhood next year this year or anything like that like have you got leo down the road of maybe sport and all these other things uh, probably maybe too early for that but at the same time the one thing i'm saying really the point i'm bringing this up with is and this is probably going back to the mother side of it earlier and i know i'm not trying to get into the cross relay between mothers and fathers that have split up but uh, the one thing that we probably at least forget is right fair enough with leo but to keep this more open maybe after that would be that the other way, like maybe with Leo, you might have done this. And um, that maybe I don't remember remember seeing photos definitely, like with like Paul O'Connell's point was like that he remembers putting like jerseys on kids when they're younger, like maybe putting a hurley in their hands or whatever, like for the lads. But yeah. the girls were never given that option through sport. So like what I'm trying to say really is like I imagine I'll step into fatherhood at some stage. What what advice would you give to maybe we're talking about men, but maybe to a father? And the one thing I want to finalize on that is the reason I'm saying it as a father in my own head at the moment, the fact I've nearly switched into father mode already is ironic. And people would say that like, Rory, you don't have a kid. Well, I'm like, I have a business yeah. and I have myself. 
And the fact that even in my own life, I have turned my life around and turned it on its head that I have to father myself. So there's a student teacher relationship. But talking about like, you know, relationships and I suppose with kids and I'll go back to when he was first born. I wasn't in a great place. So I had to look deep within. Like I really had to come up with what is the truth of my life. Like to stop feeding myself bullshit, number one. Because again, that would have transferred over to him. So, so I, this is like, like people looking at this, lunch, I have to understand this is a continuous progress. This is life. You know, this thing of when I have X, I'll be happy. You know, it, we've all heard this, but it is, it's the process. And I like what you said, because what's that moment of bliss? That is the present state, right? All that matters to me at the moment is talking to you. Nothing fucking to happen before, nothing's coming after. Now, this is me trying to be present. This is a discipline, right? So yeah, I, can yeah. up, I can show up. And again, it's something I, what do you want to say, teach or mentor people? Everything you show up that's important, that's urgent work, go the extra 10%. There's other stuff then you don't actually ever need to do. And there's other stuff you need to leave. One of my biggest things and why I want to be my own version of success is because of my son. It's as simple as that. It was the best thing that's ever happened. Now, that could have went two ways. I could have stayed in bad behavior mode and he would have had bad behavior mode for the rest of his life and I would have felt like shit. That was just the way the bloodline went, right? That's just, we talked about the generational bloodline. Somebody's got to go at some stage to grab a hold of it and just break it and go, right, there's actually a new improved version, a new improved way coming here. So with him, he does boxing, he does football, uh, loves the two of them, um, have him out. He's, do you know parkour? He's getting big into that. He's only five lads. He loves Yeah, them. oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's big That's into so that. And again, I'm a little mini super bike for his birthday in November, so I don't know, his mother probably will not be happy when this arrives, but that's what he's into. He's, he's a boy's boy, but also he knows. <laughs> you know, it's about, so you see, when I'm talking about energy, it's not about talking to me. Now, this is the way you have to act. It's yeah, I don't have to show him any of this because he sees his daddy doing it, and it goes in through his neurology into his memory bank. And he goes, Ah, that's how you do it, that, that's the right way of doing it. And you know what? It's all right to fuck up and make mistakes too because that's life. Every day, we're going to make mistakes. Every day is not going to be a 10 out of 10, but you know what? If we can get that average up to seven, eight out of 10, now we're in the top one percent performers in the world. Now, when that, when my energy is like this and I'm actually living to my truth, we will say, so what's he going to pick up on? So energy is transferable. It's exactly what you said. Like, I'm, we're, we're now in a good flow here. Why is that? Because the two of us are in a good energy. And even if you weren't or I wasn't, I would, you would have transferred it to me. So you see, this goes back, ties in again. Highest state wins. State governs everything, as my mentor says, and there's no truer point because when I'm in a good state, he, he's going to be in a good state. Just, so there you go. But even even on that point, when you say sorry, when you say state and it's coming in, I say your mind even picked up on the word, and I apologize for interrupting. But yeah. when you say state governs, globally speaking, yeah. that is the way the world is run. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because everybody will put their own. It's like. I would say something to you, Rory. Say if I had 10 people in front of me and I said, what's wealth? People, everyone would have a different opinion to be doing videos in their heads. And then, then I would ask him, you know, even if I said two sentences and I said, right, I said, right, uh, Tom, tell me exactly what I said. They would not repeat the, the exact two sentences. I said, back, it comes in, they delete, they store it into the way they think it should fit. It, it's, it's phenomenal. But yeah. really when I'm talking about the state, 
if you come into my house and I'm in an energetic style like this, I'm pretty sure you're going to be in a good mood leaving. And that's what, why the whole point was about my son. That's the best way to teach you. Fucking lead. And I'm not going to tell you what my new tagline is, but I'm rebranding my whole business at the moment. I'm creating a new business here. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will see it because... I've left you sort of, I'm not a technical guy, so I'm getting a lot of help doing this. I like showing up and doing this, doing the talking and uh, doing the mentoring, but it's like, just take the action. Now, talk is bullshit. We know that, right? We can talk about plans here. We can. Oh write. my God. It's like but, listening to the gospel. But when, <laughs> <laughs> but when, when it's like, okay, father's out there. You want the best bit of information. Just take Hold on it. a second. It's like it's like our father Derek, who art in heaven. <laughs> He's here and he has a name. Start <laughs> handing out the, the food now. Yeah. In a we'll, we'll, we'll do the alternate. We'll do a bit. We'll do a food a bread service, should we say? But it is. It's about like <laughs> how, how's energy great? How's like I could go to the gym now if I didn't feel so good now. I went to the gym. I bet you I'll feel better. That's creating a good feeling. So the more of that I can do around my son. The better he's going to become as a man or a boy. Yeah, of course, you still need to have the little chats with him if he's, you know, his behavior isn't up to scratch. But monkey see, monkey do. If monkey do, that monkey's doing well, the other fucking monkey's going to do well too. What I've been doing recently uh, is I've been nearly, say, stewardly guided. It's not even a word, but, uh, you know, following the signposts that eventually I realized like i do so much internal work but i force everything out be it through gratitude or whatever like you know in so many different ways of energy i force all of my energy outwards but really what i really needed to connect recently was i needed to stop and actually look inwards and build the energy in inwards uh states sorry in inward states what i'm talking really to make it simple i'm probably not making full sense here but i had to look internally to do that i had to stop and what I'm trying to see here from your side is literally as we're saying it and slowing down, not that we're trying to stop the momentum. What I'm trying to see is from your own way of discipline or maybe how you've built yourself up on the momentum. Like it's fair enough that we say we're on that energy saying we can easily get back on the train. If we're stopped at the station for a minute, it's more like even the stations across come to mind. But anyway, from rather than going down the spirituality side, it's one thing that I've been doing recently really heavily is intermittent fasting and all these different ways of like I did biofeedback and so many different points of how I really have got an idea now or more of an understanding of how my gut, as you said, how you feed yourself. We've been talking a lot about the mind and even the gut or just the internal system. So like, did you ever dabble in it? Maybe is the wrong phrase. So nearly going down a narcotic sense, but have you ever tried or what would your own work be around, uh, say your internal one? And even randomly, another one that I've tried this week would be this foot patches you can get to go on the bottom of your feet that draw the toxins. And honest to God, since I've been walking around this week, I've put them in a whole load of different points along my body, side of my hips, chest, on my head. Uh, the reason I'm doing that to give the context around it is to do with what I was saying earlier with transgenerational trauma, your family line. So go back to the bloods. I was doing a lot of work recently with therapist, uh, holistic therapist on nearly the song that comes to mind is walk the line. So I walked the line of my own life through different stages and marked out all the events in that journey. The one symptom, so like this is probably where you're talking about. This is the journey of people are looking at how do I get to the root of a symptom when we're talking about mental health. This is what I did. And I started with eczema, right? So bizarre. But at the same time, the reason my therapist started on the call with that, I was like, I reached for moisturizer at the start of the call. Next yeah. thing, two hours later, she's like, well, what, why were you trying to soothe yourself? People think, oh, it's lovely brown moisturizer. It's the same thing with DPs. 
Now deep heat has not even gone to my level. I've gone down to an aloe version of it. Deep heat, if you're making it even simple with aloe vera, right? If you put on moisturizer, that's calming. If you put on, say, like a DP type uh, heat one, that's nearly like a more intense. They're both good for your muscles. What I've nearly identified now from even doing dialectical behavioral therapy is even when I do put on the lighter soothing side of it, or sorry, the more intense heat, deep heat side of it, it feels like self-harm. Even on the back of that, like I've done so many different things on my face, I have so much attention in my head, and this is a really interesting point actually, is to help me connect to my heart. So all of this journey was trying to get me out of my head and to start to go from the heart. How I was doing it all the time was I kept punishing my head in a sense like scorpion oil, deep heat, because I got a break out about five or six years ago of just tension in my head. And I was trying to shift what I now know to be, uh, I suppose, the, not the energy, but there was a tension buildup in my lower cheeks and even through the chakras, I can see it now and feel like that. Even learned yesterday that if you feel tension on your nose, you need to ask for help. Like Rudolph, madness. But at the same time, what I'm trying to say here, it's a very long-winded way and it's not very, say, well, it's, it hasn't come across very well because it's my first time really trying to articulate this. But at the same time, what I've now managed to do is how to understand to move tension, right? So moving the tension from my head to my heart has slowed me down. It has grounded the shit out of me. If Ireland was looked at more so, or the world, like Ireland, because we're on an island, we forget that all the time. You're on an island as well. Yeah. The tribes. Community, communities and tribes, right? People look to different points in the world, like Hawaii, Copaona, uh, All Blacks, Hackers, all these different things. Ireland, Irish dancing. Like, it's just culturalistic forms of life. If we come from the heart, dear God, it is a very different world because I was addicted in my head, as you said, burying myself. Yeah. And the biggest connection I've made, yes, naturally feeding the gut right and all these other things of fasting. I've completely gone away from fasting. It even shows you how much more I'm focused on the heart. This comes back to Princess Diana last night. If you work with the two most vital organs, I'd say possibly, or three maybe, if you're going gut, heart, brain, right? Yeah. You don't need anything else. You could survive without your limbs. Like they are the most important. So what I'm trying to see is, would they be, would it be fair to say, would they be the three pillars of how to perform? Your brain, your gut, and your heart well, in another way? Yeah, because there's a couple of people online Jesus, I can't think of um, He's an Australian guy, right? And he was born. Um, he's a famous speaker now, this guy. And I cannot, for the right, what you said, because it's bang on the money. Brian, hard, good. This guy was born. It's not limbless, lads, but you have to understand, like, shoulders where his hand is. I don't think he's, and he's no legs. And he might have one hand there. So, like, the guy was obviously in a wheelchair. Like, that's a shock from a baby to go through life like that. I'm like, okay, so we, you can, somebody in that situation can accept that, okay? And go, right, how can I improve? Or you can go the opposite way and go over here and go, my life is shit, my poor life. But at the end of the day, it's still a life form. There is, it is a human being with, like you said, heart, 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 fuck's sake, brain, heart, and good. <laughs> this, this guy has married a beautiful woman, and has three beautiful kids and is a legendary speaker and is one of the top actually speakers in the world. So I'm just, I just wanted to throw that in there for anyone who, you know, thinks to have it hard. Um, do you know, because unfortunately life can give us a bit of shit, but do we want to live in reality or do we want to live in some illusion? Because at the end of the day, and I'll give you an example of this. 
if something happened to me today, now touch wood, obviously, but just say if something happened and I got sick and I lost an arm. Yeah. Now, at the end of the day, I've lost an arm. The, the reality is I have to get on now with life. What, how can I make my life better with one arm? Now, what happens with a lot of people, this is how the mind works, they'll go in, they'll start focusing on, oh my God, poor me, and all of that stuff. And, you know, it will get worse and it'll get worse and it'll get worse and the mood will go. But at the end of the day, what's the reality? The reality is your arm was taken off once. Now it's up to you to go into your brain. If you want to go in and somebody else wants to go into their brain and replay that scenario, because it only happened once, remember? It's like a car crash. If it only happened once, why are you playing? It's up to you if you want to go into a better frame of mind to be more successful plus with what's happened, or you want to continue replaying the same video over and over and over and over again. That's then, now you're not living in reality anymore. The reality is you fucking get on with life and what we're doing now, which is in the moment, sick or not. Like, this is where now I feel like I'm at a point in my life, sorry, to finish the other point first, the Special Olympics, right? The one thing that comes to mind is the people that are faced with adversity become, like, even more. It's nearly an accelerator to the higher sales. It's crazy. And people like look at like even myself, like I feel like an outlier. I feel like disabled in different ways. If, if, if I was to identify that with society, fair enough. I nearly kind of take a bit of solstice in, uh, in it at times because it probably puts a bit of space between me and certain environments. Because they're like, oh, I'm afraid to deal with him. I'm like, that's perfectly fine. I can find my own fun. I don't need anybody. Literally saying that, you do. But at the same time, it's like, I don't need, no, I don't need anything. I, I, there's nothing in my life that I need. It, they're only wants or wishes. The only decision I have made is to com- commit my life to being a volunteer in impacting on my experience to make change. That's the only commitment I've made. Sorry, to answer your point on the dates, it's like, even when I was there playing golf over the weekend, I felt like I'm nearly so attuned to even frequencies at the moment. Uh, there was even like a point on energies that I tapped into over the weekend and I don't want to say the story because it's probably a bit raw yet, but essentially you can nearly feel something bad is going to happen. Do you ever get that? Yeah, too. I can probably give you a bit more context. Yeah, give me a bit more context. To an extent, so, no, so, 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 no, no, so I'll give you an example. So, so, so say we were there, I'll probably give a different example, not the one I'm thinking of because that's not fair on a certain family member. But at the same time, uh, say when I got arrested for drink driving, yeah. Like, I, I actually got warning signs. My environment gave me warning signs before it happened, even to the fact that an undercover guard came up and showed me a badge and said, will you put away the car? So what I'm trying to say is, yes. in another situation, even like with the date this week, the dates, I know now I've made a commitment in my head to a certain one of those two to give it a go. And at the same time, it could be ironic. People would say, geez, after you know one encounter, you know, you could say, feel that way. But it's like, naturally, I only made the decision on Sunday to even go back online looking for what would you call it a bit of romantic uh, connection again and it's already happened three days later but i could feel it coming so it, it was weird like when you start to activate different parts of your life again you know you need different points of support and different pillars but it's ironic and the point i'm trying to make is that the law of attraction i can fully feel is manifesting every way i think at the moment it's uh no it's quite phenomenal how it works but you've got to again you've got to put it out there yourself it goes back to all these things like you know relationships are important it's important that we have you know we build whether you're single or not now whether you build solid relationships and you have that future wife for yourself and it's the same for myself you know this is the big part of life love then it's you know friendships 
So, you know, the physical and mental health side of things. And it's then, you know, having some money and whatever that is to people. Like, you know, because success and wealth means completely different things to all of us. It, you know, it's not your own opinion, but it's to be, I suppose, the way a thing I like to say, it's to be family rich. It's to be rich in all areas. And, you know, oh, yes. You know, you know, but it's like as well, you know, we have to eat first as well as, you know, as leaders because... That's what we are, Rory. Like, you know, there's a saying out there, I don't know if you've ever heard it, the king eats first. Now, if it was a lady, the queen eats first. What that means is, if the king doesn't eat first or the queen, the fucking kingdom falls. And it's being yeah. selfish in a good way. I say this to all my clients. I say, you got to be selfish. Like, what do you mean? And they all think, oh, it's the person who said, no, no. It's selfish in a good way that you look after yourself in order to look after other people, in order to lead people to a better direction, life, in order to look after your family. That's what that statement means, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, and I think even the way I was trying to go with intermittent fasting and all those other things earlier was like, and now I can feel it even the level of how I tapped into myself so much internally. You can feel things in a vibrational sense of how they might affect or change or whatever. Like, you're much more looking after your world. But as you said, the whole journey, and I think one of the relationship uh, pillars, as you mentioned earlier, is maybe a point that we could bring in is um, the relationship with yourself. Like that is probably the hardest one. And uh, at the moment, I'm going through that journey where even my screen share of my phone is a picture of me when I was two years of age, or not even, I'd say about 18 months old or something, or even a couple of weeks. I'm not sure. I don't even know. The fact that I'll even tell you I don't know it yet tells yeah. you how far I'm on that journey. But why I'm saying this is that it's like the student-teacher relationship. When I found like all this chaos and anarchy was going on in my own ego or all the rest of it in the few months that I've been detained and whatnot recently, the fact that now I've call the ego out i'm like right let's bring it to life like in the past i was actually acting on it but now i can identify with it i can i can hear the inner chatter dialing away and then where, where i'm on the phone call i'll write out the language of what he pulls out of the head see it in front of me i'll actually post it to my therapist but i write my own name on it as if i'm writing it to myself dial it down and go through it and just go look they're really only words why am i talking about it like that but since i have done that only in the last week literally it's like he's gone and it's, it's just so bizarre, but he's still there. Like, my ego is still there, and but you can feel it coming. And then you give it the space, and then he's just like, it's like another member of the family. If the ego wasn't there, it's like the way I keep an eye, using the analogy recently that uh, very fortunately my therapist brought it in, is like, you're driving your own car. You know, you're driving all these people around in your world because if you don't look after all these different points in your head connecting like constellations, if you don't have a sky full of stars, how do you wake up every morning and see... Even when it's cloudy, the sky will part. And when you see it, there's the blissful state. It's, 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 it's so bizarre that even like, you know, you go back to like a, a Kuna Matata or anything to do with like the circle of life. We're definitely on a path of life, but there is so many circles. And, you know, naturally we're only in a circle as we are today. You know, there will come a time where we won't be here anymore. And the one visual that keeps coming back in at the moment, it's really weird. But I think it's really beautiful in another way is um, even on the day last night we were talking about randomly, I was driving up through Killaloo and maybe this is to go back, back towards foregone fathers and maybe spirituality and another journey. But I think in a living state, it's even more interesting as well, is that even I watched a video or I watched a, an interview that I by that guy, Sagur, who I mentioned uh, earlier with an African uh, entrepreneur. And the conversation point was all to talk about that the African tribes like you were talking about earlier, the 1%, right? This is what I mean by people think, oh, the 1% of the world, sure, I could never get there. Everywhere in the world, and from Africa's concert, concert, like 
the reason the concert comes to mind is even how they perform tribal with their music in the sense of how Mandela changed South Africa. Like I still wear Mandela's birthday, which is coming up on the 18th of July on my wrist, to how he changed the world. If you even think of how far he was locked up. The point really, sorry, before I get confused is that, not confused before I lose my strength of thought more so, is that the whole world, the essence of tribes is lost. 100%. Like especially in modern society. If we tap into that, the point on the podcast that I've listened to was that there's a certain select few people in the world, and I 100% identify to this, this weekend coming, that I've put in two years of work to identify what, call it nearly four families naturally that everyone has across their, let's say, grandparents uh, on either side. And I've gone past 100, 200 years uh, so far, and I, can, I, I plan to keep going. The point I'm trying to make is that everybody, say everybody's part of a tribe, whether you like it or not. You know, you're born into a tribe in a country, a nationality or whatever. Community tribes, make it simple, keeping it in a local point is the point of the story that they were saying. There's a certain select few that will be picked. There's a certain select few people in the world that will tap into their own tribe and will tap into that spirituality. And the uh, wisdom and all the trauma that has happened, they will be the next people to carry the mantle. And I say people because it's not gender specific there. Um, so in your essence, like it's a case of what I'm trying to see there is even like the fact that you're setting the mantle already for your young fella, uh, Leo, like it's like he's already picking that spirituality up before he even realizes it. Well, 100 percent, because he's like, you know, it's like, what would you say? Uh, not a cloth a sponge that's sponging in. You see, yeah. this is by the actions, Rory, is what I'm saying. It's not, yeah, you can have conversations and you can talk and you can tell them to do this. You can tell anyone to do it. But see, when somebody takes the actions and it goes back to congruence with the actions, say the same things, being consistently disciplined and not waiting for the perfect opportunity, but just throwing it out there. Now, when we throw something out there, now, this could be work, it could be in a relationship. We go, I, I, there's another thing I do with clients, we test and review. So if you're something in business, you know, how are we going to find out what works or not? We've got to throw it out, which is imperfect action. Ah, that bit worked, that didn't, so we change. So then we test, review, and then when you can get into operation mode, because it's a word I like use, and then we're, we're, we're operating at a higher level, we're operating at a higher consciousness, at a higher state. It's very easier then... It's very, once we have that built out, and we can, call, well, we can call it the foundations down there, and we're on that, because success is like this. It's not a straight line to success, and whatever that, again, word means to any of your listeners or to you, to me, it's different. But it's not a straight line. The universe is out there to test us, guaranteed. Our paths are already made, but we've got to be able to choose to walk that path. We've got to be able to face the harshness of the world. We've got to be able to overcome. We've got to be able to fucking dissolve the bullshit that's in front of us because that's what it is. This is the inner game I'm talking about. Yeah, it's so true, like, because it leaves me speechless, actually, to be honest, uh, in the sense of, like, you know, when you clear the fog, be it in the mind, when you clear the traffic, whatever way we want to put the thoughts, it really can be simplified. That's the beauty of part from anything in nature like nature is probably the longest standing point in the world and this is probably going on to a humanity point nearly that i suppose india was teeing up earlier and this is one of the things i said earlier with myself when i was thinking this morning is like the one thing i think that is lost and i've been trying to search for this on how i could help say the next generation and kids is like what you've been saying already not that i've been searching 
blindly, I already had it, but I didn't realize how simple it was, is teaching the youth of our next generation how to be joyful and blissful, how to get into that state and stay there. Yeah, well, exactly. Like how to get, I don't, listen, we're going to go church at different states. Like, but again, it goes back 100%. to, goes right. If somebody goes, um, okay, if I went to myself, right, okay, I'm, I'm in a bit of a, a sadder state today. Then another way I could do it, what's 10 other ways I could be sad? Uh, sort of breaks that pattern straight away. This is about breaking patterns, like as we go. I don't think we can always be blissful because this again goes back to what I said. Oh, sorry, sorry, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant, right? But it goes back to what I'm saying. Okay, we've two good days. Brilliant. How easy it is it to work? How easy is it to train? How easy is it just to live life when you're in a great mood? Now, what about the day when it comes when you're not? We've just got to be able to learn, and this is the discipline and to take your feelings, put them aside, and take the actions anyway. That is the reps, what I'm talking about. They're the last two reps in the gym when you don't want to push. They're oh, the, yes. They're the last. No, no. They're the last two reps in your mind because, man, you know, how successful would we all be if, if we followed this approach? And it is approach I, I am disciplined on in the course I'm on at the moment. I have to be. Whereas, like yesterday, I had a bit of, um, I'll give you an example, the day, the night before. I just, something happened. It, it was happened to someone else and it's sort of, Jesus, I, I just woke up yesterday going, oh, not in great form today. But I took two or three actions. Now, when I took those two or three actions, it might not have felt like I did a lot. But when I look back and I can review it right now, actually, what I'm saying, I still moved the needle for it. I still did something. I could have chose to do zero. Now, that's on me then. Now, I've let my feelings dictate and control my life. Whereas this is, I would say, a lot of the world at the moment would let their feelings dictate most of their life. Whereas we've got to be able to just pick them up. Nope. Let's do the work. Because, lads, it is about doing the work at the end of the day. Simple as. And like Rory said, it's the simple basic stuff. There's no magic formula out there. There's no magic pill. There's no get-rich-quick schemes that are going to work. It is doing the work on a consistent level and not expecting massive returns in a year. It's probably will take years. That's the reality. It's taken me years. I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Rory, you're the same. And I really want to be upfront and say that because um, yeah. too many people are getting fed bullshit now of, you know, all these different types of schemes and you take this tablet now, this will go, you'll feel better. Listen, it's all bollocks agenda. Like, it is work hard, work consistently, still live a good, you still need to enjoy yourself. Now, what I have in that is time with friends, time with loved ones, time by yourself. That's the work as well. Got to right. be able to do it all. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like, and people think you need loads of money to do it all. You don't. It's like, this is the balance where people kind of like, and I'm, Guilty of it myself, like going through a magical roundabout thinking I can solve everything in one go. But like having two years under my belt now, knowing that I've done this work, and even granted, a year of that was literally taking a time out in my life, which was going through another suicidal chapter, which I didn't realize I wasn't even, I thought I wasn't working, but I actually was. You know, you were just busy taking in content for a year, essentially, nearly yeah. just sitting there, letting your mind take a break from everything external, just left everything down. And like I can, I, I can, you can still draw back from all the study you were doing over the year, and then you go back to more impactful movement. Now you're acting on it all the time. But I always like there was never struggling to get out of bed. You got out of bed every fucking day. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Even though I was watching a series for eight hours every day, you got up, you yeah. got up, you got up, you got up, you got up, you got up. 
And even if it was the same habit that I ended up getting into with suicidal patterns and all the rest of these things, it's a habit. You break it, but it still comes to mind. Like I wear a watch on my wrist at the moment. This is a story I probably haven't shared enough is the time on it is 25 past 11. I don't even have a battery in it. Why? Because that's the time I used to commit to myself and try and go out and kill myself. And that's my own form of a tribal tattoo. I yeah. probably will go down the road at some stage of trying to see what I'd be more tribal in that essence. I'd love to give more tribal stuff a crack. But why do you connect to these things? Because of pain. Like it's like even the phrase, like everyone says, you need to love yourself. I think, to be honest, this is so true. And it's even said for the day or anything in general. Like people connect because of trauma. Like love is a word, it's a feeling and all this. People connect through hardship. The more you've been through, the more you connect. That's the way I feel anyway. Well, that's living. Like, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you're going to trust someone who's not gone through a bit of hardship, who's not has, it's like you said, scars, whatever, watches things that remind us that's where we were. Um, but you know what? Where we are now, we're in a better place. And do you know what? Then what can come tomorrow? If we have a good day tomorrow, if we have a good day right now, in the next moment, it'll be better. Now, if we, this is another good point I'm about to make. If we'll just take today, we take today. Now, we we have to remember the state we're in today can be transferred to tomorrow. If we finish out today, well, if we if we do as we say. Now, you have a day like that. There might be a few hiccups, big deal, but you have a good 70% of that day. That transfers into tomorrow. Now, the second day, that's what happens. Now, you get seven days of that. That's what I would call for, for people I work with a winning streak. Now, their value goes up, their self-belief goes up, their self-worth, their confidence. Now, you put 14 days of that together. Now, there's going to be. This isn't a perfect 14 days, but you're transferring state to each day, and it had they have been successful days because we have moved the needle forward. That's really, I suppose, ties back in then with the whole momentum thing, and it's, it's right. We are focused on a few key areas of your life. We keep it simple. We keep it basic. Yes, now we have a roadmap. Now we have a strategy to go there. All the person has to do, you and me included, has to follow through with that. We can't get caught with the fucking shiny object syndrome. Oh, look at what uh, your man there online is doing. Get quick rich game. Yeah, let's do that. And then they try three months of that. Then they'll try something else. Now it's fucking 10 years and they've done, the person's done zero. I was one of these people, believe me. But now I know now exactly what I want to focus on. So anyone that's listening, the biggest point to take out of what I've just said is you've got to do the work. There is no easy way around being successful. And what I mean by successful is to be happy within yourself. Like Rory is saying what he's discussed today, if you're Bob in the bank and have good relationships, that, that's, that's wealth really at the end of the day. And, 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 and even the wealth point, like I, over my time so far, like the reason I brought, brought wealth in there is because money comes to mind in so many people's minds yeah. Like, but just to be transparent, like on what I've done, and I, I don't sugarcoat this because some people say, oh, don't be so transparent. A, when you're transparent, it's accountability. Yeah. And B, like I've no problem saying this generally anywhere. And I keep saying it anywhere because the more transparent it is, the more environments I can step into. And I go, oh, yeah, they know me. Like, I mean, to the level of nth degree. And yeah. they're comfortable with this. And it really tests people. But what I mean by that is, like, say where I stand currently in a general context is, from like 2018 to 2019, I was flying on a lot of cash, as in like in a corporate setting, thought it was great. Left the ripple effect of all that momentum in 2019 and spent everything on getting this off the ground. Me off the ground, I mean, literally. And that rolled up to 100K that I spent on myself. I say in myself because naturally it goes in to go out, as we said earlier. 
with that level of 2019, 18 grand of that still stands in the red, right? And I've no problem carrying that debt. People say, Rory, you need to focus on this, this, and this. I'm like, you focus on what you can do. That's the first thing. And then with that, when you're in an entrepreneurial spin, you're focused on the process. There's a brilliant Irish man from Limerick who keeps going back on something I keep saying and hearing through Limerick called Aidan O'Brien. Similar to yourself, you focus on the process. The rest looks after itself. If you keep looking after the process, everything else comes back in tandem. And even on this level now, like I do not have, I'd say probably 20 or 30 cent in my own current situation of my bank balance. The reason for that is I put everything aside. The podcast at the moment, currently speaking, is looking after itself because I'm working, which is fantastic. And that looks after that. Whatever happened in the past, happened in the past. I will create a strategy to look after that debt. Yes. But at the same time, going forward, even with this weekend, say to like a retreat, now I've decided to give up booze. I'm spending 300 euro on a wellness retreat, which is essentially in my head, like I was saying on the day last night, it's equivalent, the equivalent of like going to EP, right? Yeah. And the amount of money people would say, oh, I need to go to a concert. And I go this, this, this. And I love, don't get me wrong, I love festivals. But what I mean is now I'm more hooked on the sense of adding value, yes, to people that you meet, but they'll help you. Like you actually, you genuinely want to go out of your way. As I said, nearly stepping away from might be like simple. If it was an EP and it was a wellness retreat, I'd pick the wellness retreat. Yeah. Because I know that'll add more value to me. Oh, no. It's, but again, you're dead right in what you said. And I like what you said. It is about adding as much value to your life, which is really what I say, is how many good feelings can you bring into today? I enjoy conversations like this. I'm sure it'll transfer over to the viewers, the energy and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been, um, been a privilege, man on today no problem hard stuff on conversations like this are brilliant and uh, listen we will uh, wrap up and thanks very much for joining us cool thanks Rory welcome to my world Riff Raff and Rory podcast episodes will be available every Monday and you can listen to the podcast on all podcast streaming platforms follow me on Insta Facebook LinkedIn Twitter All of my handles are in the show notes. Thanks very much. Tune in next week.